You're listening to the Elevate Main podcast. To learn more about Elevate, visit our website at www.elevate.org.ph. We hope you enjoy today's talk. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to our online worship service, our youth service. We are so glad that you can join us, whether on Facebook or on, on our uh, YouTube uh, channel. Thank you for joining us today. We have an exciting series. It's ongoing, and the title of this series is State of urgency with everything that's happening all over the world with this pandemic this economic crisis hearing of earthquakes um, hearing of people dying left and right and then new new sickness coming out uh, and hindi lang yon na parang yung vaccine may mga concerns pa yung mga tao so all of these things it just makes us wonder and think is it really going to be the end of the world? Hanggang ganito, na bala, hanggang ganito na lang ba mangyayari sa mundo? Will there be no more solutions to this? What's going to happen next year, two years from now? I know we are encouraged with what we're seeing in other countries na parang hindi na sila nag-face mask or face shield. It seems like the vaccine is working. But still, you can't help nga but wonder that Parang tama yung sabi ni Jesus Christ. And that's, that was our week one actually. If you look at Matthew chapter 24, we started with that passage. Dun mo makita that Jesus himself prophesied that these things are gonna happen. There will be earthquakes. Frequently, even more. It's the start of the birth pains. There will be more sickness, famines. There will be wars, rumors of wars. And all of these things are happening. And that's, the, that's why we are going through this series. Kasi mapapaisip ka, okay... Since Jesus is coming again, what do I need to do with my life? What do I need to prioritize in my life? That's why we are in this series. So if you look at the Ma- Matthew t- chapter 24, this is what Jesus Christ said in verse 42. Look at what he said. Therefore, you keep watch. In other words, you be alert. In other words, you have to focus because you know that the things that he's saying is already happening or the things that he's saying is happening frequently. You have to keep watch because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. You know our problem. Ito, since I was a student, problem ko na to, ah. And I think for some of you guys who are students watching us today, this is also your problem. Our problem is we only prepare pag malapit na. When the D-Day is near. For example, kailan ka nagpe-prepare pag may exam? Chat mo nga dyan. Di ko mabasa ngayon. Okay, yung phone ko wala dito sa tabi. But I really believe a lot of you would say, pag malapit na ko yung Marty. I remember before when I was in college, I was studying for an exa- the exam. Exam sa yun, finals na yun. The day before the finals. I know of some people na talagang diligent sila. They would review a week before. Some of them would review a month before. I know of this person. Medyo mahirap naman yung course niya. I think masteral program na yung course niya. But that person will prepare by reading the book ahead of time. Meaning to say, yung book na, na required for that specific subject, he would read it months before the start of the class. I don't know if you have done that, but I have never done that. But here's the thing. We know the deadline of the exam or when the exam will be. We know the deadline of the project and all of those things. So usually our tendency is to prepare when it's close. But this one we don't know. That's why Jesus Christ said we keep watch. Because alam ni Jesus ang heart natin that we won't prepare if we know already, okay, Jesus is going to come back on June 30, okay? I'm not saying, I really don't know when he's going to return again. But what's happening in our world somehow points out the fact that he's coming again. And it's getting closer than ever before. So I need to keep watch. I need to be alert. I need to be focused. But you know what I realize? When we look at the things, uh, when we look at in this world right now, what's happening, people are not that, you know, alert when it comes to the Bible, when it comes to about God, when it comes to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, when, we, when you talk to some Christians, some of them or a lot of them would say, yeah, I know Jesus is coming again, but their life doesn't show the excitement. Their life doesn't show the preparation. Their life doesn't show that they are alert or focused. 
Why is that the case? And this is what I realize, okay? When we keep watch, when we keep watch, it means that we are excited, we are alert, we are focused on the coming of the Savior or of the coming of the person that is important to us. When you're alert over something, you're alert because that person is important. You keep watch because that person is important. If hindi important your person, you're not going to keep watch. You're not going to be alert. So for example, when you're waiting for someone important, let's say your parents or one of your parents is abroad, uh, working there, and then suddenly message you online saying, na, Anak, I'm going to go home next month. If that person is important, which I believe a lot of all of you would say your parents are important to you, you'll be excited. You will tell your other siblings or maybe other relatives, guys, si daddy, he's going home. Or si mommy, uuwi na siya. May pasalubong yan. Iba sa inyo, mas excited ba sa pasalubong eh. But you'll be excited. You'll prepare the room where he's gonna stay or where he usually sleeps. You will go to the grocery and, and you know, ask maybe your your maybe your, your siblings to prepare, help you prepare the meal that he likes or that she likes, and you will schedule already. Okay, saan tayo pupunta? Magbe-beach ba tayo? One month lang si daddy dito or one month lang si mommy dito? You are excited. You are preparing. That's being alert. That's being focused. You're waiting for someone important. And if someone is important to you, you're gonna do something for that someone who's important. You're focused. Diba? If someone is important to you, you will keep watch. It means that you will do something that's important for that person. For example, recently my wife and I, we celebrated our 10th year anniversary. Wala naman sa itsurang 10th year na, 10 years na kaming married, di ba? Natawa yung mga tao dito. Hindi ko alam bakit. But praise God for that. So it's our 10th year anniversary. And I surprised my wife. Of course, it's so hard to go. Uh, our plan was, before, ang plano ko sana, we travel abroad. Uh, we, kami lang dalawa, we go, we, we eat out. Uh, we, we go to the mall. But we couldn't do that anymore, right? Because of this pandemic. So I thought of something that she would really appreciate. And then, by God's grace, I really thank God for the wisdom He has given me. Uh, I remember that my wife loves K-drama. So sabi ko, why not? Okay, why not? I'll, I'll, you know, every year, may isang K-drama theme. And meron akong phrase doon or sentence na ilalagay to explain what that year was all about and how it's connected to the K-drama. So, I did that for 10, 10 pages or 10 uh, 10 series of Korean drama and for the 10 years that we were married. So I prepared for that. I searched the, uh, search on Facebook. Ang hirap mag-search sa Facebook ngayon. Ha. By the way, I want to thank God for these two people who helped me. Yung nag-layout nito, si Oi. I know you're watching. Thank you, Oi. And si Josh, thank you for printing this. So this was the... The, the gift that I gave her for our 10th year anniversary. So ito year one, year two. So hindi ko na babasahin lahat. Tingnan mo nila sa Facebook kung may kita nyo doon. Year three, year four, year five, year six. So these were the K-drama series that she likes. Although yung dalawa doon, hindi naman niya talaga gusto. Pero nilagay ko na rin kasi maganda sa, sa theme eh. So year seven, year eight, year nine, and then year ten. And I really prepared for that. I was alert. I was focused on this. Uh, of course, I was working, doing the other things that are required na kailangan gawin. But aside from that, ginagawa ko to because this was important to me. And my wife is very important to me. So that's what it means when you're gonna keep watch. You're gonna do something for someone that is important. But if God is not important to you, hindi mo gagawin yun. Here, now look at this. When someone is important to us, we are alert to the things that matter to that person. Right? Yung importante sa person na yun, alert ka. For example, binigyan ka niya ng something to take care of. O alagaan mo tong aso na to, babalik ako after one year. You're gonna take care of that dog because you love the person who, who asked you to take care of that dog. If someone is important, what matters to that person matters to you as well. Now, here's the problem. Look at this. When I don't know who Jesus really is, He won't be someone important to me. And I won't have urgency to do His will. State of urgency ang series natin. If G I don't know Jesus, I really don't know who He is, may kita yan sa life natin. Why? Hindi siya important. 
You know, in this world, people would say, Jesus is important. You know, I love Jesus. Yes, Jesus is wonderful. But words are useless if your actions don't show it. That's why in our topic today, here's the main point. You need to know your master so that you can serve him fully. What's our message? Know your master. Really know him. Encounter him. Have a genuine relationship with him, which I know a lot of you, you have a genuine relationship with Christ. And, but here's the, uh, the, the ultimate response when you know Jesus. When you know your master, you, you see Jesus, I'm talking about Jesus Christ, not yourself as your master or other people as your master. When you know who Jesus really is, ito yan, you're, you're going to serve him with all your heart. Fully, completely surrendered, wholeheartedly. That's why we are in this series. And I'm glad Jesus talked about that. We are in Matthew 24 talking about when Jesus Christ said to his disciples that he's coming again, but no one knows. Our responsibility is to be fully alert, to be focused, to be aware of what's happening, and to do our part. And then after this chapter, to continue with what he's teaching his disciples, we can see Matthew chapter 25. And the context of Matthew, Matthew chapter 25 is in relation to keep watch. So you have to keep watch because he's coming again. And then he shared parables. Parables are stories that are not necessarily real, but Jesus wanted to make a point from these parables. For example, he in verse 1, the next few verses after verse 1, he talks about the parables of the virgins. And it points out to his coming again. That's why he said, at that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like this. So he was explaining that. We're not going to look at chapter, uh, we're not going to look at verse 1 on, uh, in the next few verses after that. But we're going to look at verse 14. And this is quite familiar to you. This is called the parable of the talents. I'm just showing you the background, okay? Para maintindihan nyo, what is the background of the parable of the talents? Because a lot of people have read that. I believe all of you who are watching this right now, you have read that multiple times. It's about the kingdom of heaven. It's about God, our master, Jesus, our master, him coming again, and what we need to do. So in chapter 25, verse 14, it says the word again. Why again? At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like. And again, the kingdom of heaven will be like this. What is this, Jesus? It will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. Now, if you look at that verse, first the, the verse 14, it already shows powerful theology. What theology? That the kingdom of heaven is like, that it's like this, that there's a man who is in charge of everything and he left some of his possessions to his servants. So, so there's a master and there are servants. So I hope you understand that. The reason why that, we, we, we want to start with that one. And the reason why that's the main point, know your master. Because in this world, a lot of people, their master is themselves or other people. May kita mo naman sa life mo yan eh. If master mo sarili mo, you're not gonna follow God. You're not gonna be excited in His coming. You're not gonna be prepared, preparing yourself for His coming. You're not gonna tell people, huy, malapit na mag-end of the world, dadating na si Jesus, magbago ka na. You're not gonna change. You're not gonna do that. Why? Because He's not your master. But if He's your master, then you're gonna do what two of the servants did. In this story. So let's go to the story. I know you know this, but let's just go through it together. He called his servants, three of them, entrusted his wealth to them. Okay, I'm going to give this to you. Entrusted, meaning to say, I trust you with this. In Tagalog, pinagkatiwala. I trust these things to you. I know you're going to take care of that. So what are these things? What happened? To one, he gave five bags of gold. To another, two bags and to another one bag. In other translations, it's called talent. Now, one talent, a talent or a bag, is a weight. Okay, weight siya. It's a weight. For example, look at this. Uh, later, I'm going to show you this one also. But for example, it's just like this. Parang bag, diba? Talent. Bag to, okay? Bag of gold or talent of gold. So it's a weight. 
So Jesus, or the master here, gave five talents to one servant, two talents to another servant. So parang ito, five talents to one servant, two talents to another servant, and then one talent sa isang servant. So it's a weight. When you say talent, ang equivalent niya ngayon na, one talent of gold, yung weight ng gold, ha, one talent ng gold is equivalent to two million dollars. That's a huge amount of money. Two million dollars. So this is not something na, oh, ito bariya-barial. No. The master really said, this is my money. This is what I have. And I'm entrusting this to you. With the expectation that the master believes and knows the servants would do something good about these things. Let's look at what happened after that. So the man who had received five bags of gold went at once. I like that phrase. In other words, I'm excited. I'm going to do this. So ito pera. This is the, the, the weight of gold that the master has given to me. I'm going to invest it. I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to use it and expand it, make it grow. And that's what the first servant did. So he invested it. Put his money to work and gained five bags more. So dumami. What a good servant. Now, the other servant also did the same thing. So also the one with two bags of gold gained two more. So he was excited as well. He invested it. He worked on it. He gave his best. These were the things that his master entrusted to him. And he gained two more. But the other one who had received one bag went off, dug a hole in the ground, hid his master's money. Now, I really don't understand why this servant did this. Of course, Jesus had a point here. And I really believe the people who were listening, the disciples, also were surprised. It's already a huge amount of money. Mabigat yun One talent of gold that is equivalent to $2 million. You're gonna dig a hole. Malaking hole yun kasi it's a big amount of gold. And then you're just gonna put that on the ground or on, under the ground and then cover it. You lang yung effort na ginawa niya. Long time na wala yung master. It was a long time. So he wasn't doing anything aside from that one. After he did that, wala na siya ginawang iba. But I'm just wondering why the, master, uh, the, the servant did these things. Again, how you view God will affect how you respond to Him. My view of God will affect how I respond to Him. If I don't know God, I really do, if I don't really know Jesus, if Jesus is not my master, if I really don't know Him, he, I'm not, He's not going to be my master. If He's not my master, kahit anong bigay niya sa akin, I'm not going to give it back to Him. I'm not going to serve Him with it. I'm not going to give my life for Him. I'm not going to be excited doing His will. In fact, what's going to preoccupy my mind and my heart are things of this world, not things that my master wants. What will preoccupy my mind and my heart or what will make me busy are things that are not really important for my master, but maybe important for me. And that's what a lot of people are doing now in this world. Kaya nga kailangan kilala natin si God. We have to know who God is. We need to know who, really, who Jesus really is because it's going to affect how we respond to Him. So, who is our master? Because this parable is not just about the servants. It also tells us who our master is. What characteristic our master has. The qualities that he has. What kind of master he is. We're gonna see it in this parable. How do I know? Let's go back to the passage. In verse 19, after a long time, we don't know how long that was. Jesus didn't say, but it was a long time. For, for the two servants to multiply by uh, times two what they had, that's a long time. Five talents of gold, over $10 million, or $10 million, that's a long time to multiply that. So the master was away for a long time. And then the, after a long time, the master of those servants returned, settled accounts with them. Alam mo, dito may kita yung connection ng Matthew 24 sa Matthew 25 eh. Di ba Matthew 24 talks about Jesus coming again? We don't know when. Now here, the master came back to settle accounts. You know what I realized? The master will come back. We need to know who Jesus really is. He's gonna come back. He's gonna settle accounts. There's a day 
of accountability. There's a day to settle responsibilities. There's a day that the master would ask, what have you done with what I have given to you? You see, if we look at these, these things, okay? Five bags of gold, two bags of gold, or five talents, two talents, one talent. The parable is not about how much you have. The parable is about what are you going to do with what God has given to you. You see, you never, you, you, hindi mo makikita doon sa parable that they were comparing. Bakit may five ako? Bakit may two? A lot of people in this world, they compare. They compare that I don't have this, I don't have that. That's not the point of the parable. Because the two-bag person, the two-talent person, still gave his best. Even though he was the average, which a lot of people in this world are average. Hindi man siguro tayo parang five-talent of gold or five-talent people, okay? There are people here that are very gifted, very talented, parang lahat na binigay sa kanila, kagwapuhan, mayaman, mabait, okay? Shout out nyo na lang kung sino yon, or tag nyo na yung friends nyo kung sino yon. But basically, there are people who are like that. But it's not for us to compare what they have. Because in God's economy, in God's standards, all of those people are equal to Him. Lahat sila, servants. The question is, what are you gonna do with what God has given you? Are you going to take responsibility for it? Are you going to serve your master with it? Or are you going to be the one-bag person and you'll be selfish about it? How do I know that he was selfish? He didn't know who his master was. He didn't know the characteristic, the quality. Maybe I don't know if he knew that the master will come back. Maybe he knew the master will come back. But maybe he didn't know that the master will settle accounts. Maybe he didn't know that the master would say, what have you done? Why didn't you do this? Or maybe he just doesn't care. You know, if you don't know who your master is, or you don't, if you have a wrong view of God, how you respond to him will be different. Maybe your respond to him will, will be, I don't care. I don't care about my master. I don't care kung ano binigay niya sa akin. I don't care kung ano nakasulat sa Bible. I'm not, I'm not gonna read it. I'm not gonna spend time with it. And a lot of people are like that right now. They don't care because they don't know who Jesus is. So let's try to know who Jesus is in this parable. He's gonna come back. That's what he says here. The master will come back. And not just that. Kaya keep watch, diba? Going back to Matthew 24, it's connected to that. Keep watch, be alert, because Jesus is gonna come back. He's gonna, and it's not just gonna come back na, oh, wala lang, dumating lang siya. No, he's gonna settle accounts. I have given you something. And what's that something? Your life. What are you gonna do about it? What's our message again? Know your master. And then what? Serve him fully, wholeheartedly. Why do we need to serve him fully? The man, ito na, bumalik na master. So when he came back, I don't know, he came back, so he checked on his servant, servant number one. All right. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. Oh, excited siya. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Now, before we continue, have you ever experienced that in college or high school, or you're still in high school or college, there was a time in class, or there's this class that you really, really like, and the teacher that you really, really, really respect, okay? And then you did the project so well that excited ka is submit. I don't know if you experienced that. Ha? You did the project so well na parang lahat silang sabi, ang hirap-hirap. Parang ikaw, oh, mahirap. Pero alam mo yung deep inside, okay to, eight to, okay, 90 plus to. Alam mo yung excited ka na submit yung project kasi alam mo you gave your best, you gave your heart. Ganun yung, I really believe ganun yung na-feel nitong five-bag person and even yung two-bag person. Excited sila dumating yung master. Why? Kasi alam nila, maganda yung papakita nila. How about you? Me? When Jesus Christ returns, are you excited or are you afraid? Are you excited or are you bothered? You're gonna be bothered if wala kang ginagawa. Just like in school, you dread the day na dadating yung deadline ng project. You dread that. Why? Kasi pagdating ng teacher, okay class, 
Submit the project. Eh, ang pangit ng project mo. Or hindi mo ginalingan, nag-addict ka sa ML, or kung ano man, okay? You didn't give your best. I tell you, this D-Day, this day of accountability, Master coming back, you're not gonna be excited with that. It's not gonna excite you. But if you gave your best, I tell you, you're gonna be excited. Just like I really believe this five-bag person or five-talent person, he was so excited. And this was the master's response. Well done, good and faithful servant. And then the two-bag person also, or two-talent of gold also came and said, Master, excited again, Master, he, look at the, 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 the sentence here, huh? They came. So the master went back. They came. The five talent person came. Master, master. Ito yung and then the two talent person came. Master, master. Ito yung you know, when I look at the story like that, I realized that the master wasn't a hard man. How do I know that he, wasn't, he was not a hard man? He didn't go there and say, Okay, aliga, aliga. Ano mga ginawa niyo, ha? The first, he entrusted. That word entrusted is a sign of grace. That word entrusted means that, okay, this is going to be, this is mine, but it's like yours, and I want you to do really well with it. To entrust something important to someone, it means that that master trusted the servants. It's just like this story of this guy na meron siyang red Ferrari. Okay, this guy had red Ferrari, but he was single, and he had to travel abroad for a few months. So, kailangan yung Ferrari, iiwan niya sa person that he really trusted to take care of that car, kasi meron siyang maintenance na ginagawa every now and then. So, he called up his best friend, and he said to his best friend, Pare, I, re- I have to go abroad for six months, and this is very important. But there's another thing that's very important to me. You know naman that I love cars, but there's this one specific car that I really love, my red Ferrari. Bro, can you take care of it? I'll give this key to you. For six months, you do the usual things that I do. You can drive it, you can go anywhere with it, but make sure that it's well taken care of. Of course, the expectation of that guy who will leave is that friend of his will take care of that properly. That's what it means when you say entrusted. So this master was a good master. He was not a hard man. But look at what happened, okay? So his master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Ito na naman yung line. Come and share your master's happiness. You know, I've read this many times. <coughs> and one of those things that struck me the most is this line. Of course, I love the line, Well done, good and faithful servant. Sino bang hindi gustong marinig yun, That the master would say, well done. Just like when you gave your best for that specific school project and then you showed the project to the teacher and then the teacher said, I'm going to give you an A+, but aside from the A+, you really did well. And then we'll tell the other students, guys, your classmate did so well in his project. Who doesn't want that? That's what the master was doing in front of everyone saying, this servant of mine did well and he's faithful. But there's this line that struck me the most. Come and share your master's happiness. Bakit pati yung line na yun inulit? What does that mean? You know, for us to understand this, we need to see what Jesus Christ said to his disciples in John chapter 14, verse 2 to 3. Look at what Jesus Christ said to his disciples. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? He was preparing his disciples, saying to them, Guys, I'm going to go away. But I'm going to come back and get you. And while I'm away, I'm going to prepare a place for you. So he's telling them that he's going to go to his father's house, to heaven, to the eternal kingdom, and he's going to prepare a place for them. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back, take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. In connection to that, Jesus was saying in this parable that if you are faithful, good, and you did what was entrusted to you, you will share with what our master has. 
kung ano ang meron ang master, his happiness, his estate, everything that he has, you will also experience that. If the master is in heaven, and he has a place there, and there is no sin there, there's no sickness there, guess what? If you are good and faithful, that same place will be also for you. That's what it means. Now, this line itself will tell us that the master is good. He is generous. The master is gracious. The master is generous. The master is, is a giver. Hindi siya wicked person. That's who our master is. And I know all of us, we know that. We know that God is good. We know that God is gracious. Pero alam mo yung problema natin? Ang problema natin, ito yung goodness ni God. Pero yung gusto natin goodness hanggang dito lang. At mas binipili pa natin yung good na ito, kahit na hindi sa sobrang good, pero yung good ni God, ito. And yun ang nami-miss out natin. Nakikita mo yung problem natin. Ito lang kasi nakikita natin, ito yung good, ito yung good. E pinilit mo yung good. Nasaktan ka, nahirapan ka, na-miss out mo na ito yung best. Yung ino-offer ni God is yung best. Yung level ng goodness niya is way above the level of our goodness. That's why we need to know who Jesus is. Kaya nga, our message is, know your master, know Jesus, and serve Him fully. Because the master will come back. There's a day of accountability. The master is generous. And look at the next one. Ito na. Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Ito na. If you're watching this like a series or a movie, ito na yung parang mapapalin forward ka and say, oh no. Of course, we know the story. But if this is the first time, ito, and the people, the disciples, when they were hearing this from Jesus, talaga, I really believe they were listening na, oh no, what's gonna happen to this one bag person? Why did you hide it on the ground? What were you doing? Then the man who had received one bag, so siya na, pumunta na siya. I don't know what his attitude was, kung, tala, kung medyo arrogant ba, or ganyan lang. I really don't know. But when he came, this is what he said. Doon mo may kita, hindi niya kilala yung master niya. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man. Pause lang tayo ah. Parang hindi eh. <laughs> Go back to the story. He entrusted. The fact that he entrusted money to you, his possession to you. I don't think he's a hard man. And then second, hindi siya, hindi siya parang nanita. Oy, oy, ano niyo? No, he was there, he came back. Maybe he was smiling, we don't know. They were the ones who came. And then he said those famous lines, well done, good and faithful servant, encouraging. Come and share with your master's happiness. Generous. Hard man? Parang hindi yata. That's the problem if you don't know who Jesus is. Harvesting where you have not sown. Gathering where you have not scattered seed. Well, in the first place, that's his estate. He was judging the master na may ginagawa ka na illegal. Oh, wait a minute. You won't see that in the story. It was in the mind of the one bag, one talent guy. He was judging the master. If we look at the character of the master, he wasn't cheating. He wasn't being unfair to other people. The fact that he entrusted is a sign of his grace. Pwede naman niya hindi gawin. No? Basta ito, huwag niyo lang galawin itong money. Bahala ka ba sa aalis ako? No. He entrusted it to them. So, anong nangyari doon sa one talent person? I was afraid. Yan ang mangyayari if you don't know Jesus. You're gonna be scared that he's coming back again. You're gonna dread it, like what I said earlier. And some people, they just don't care. I don't care if Jesus comes back again. I don't care what he says in this word. I don't care if you invite me to a Bible study, to a D group, to church. I don't care. And a lot of people right now, they don't care. That's why they don't attend. That's why they don't, maybe they, they, that's why for some of them, they don't attend. That's why for some of them, they're not excited. We should not lose the excitement to serve God, to be with Him, to enjoy His presence. We should not lose that. And it happens when He is our master. The one talent person, he was afraid. He was afraid. 
he went out and because of his fear, because he didn't know his master, because he didn't know sino talaga yung master, yung qualities and characteristics ng master, he went out, hid the gold in the ground. Ito na yung gold mo, okay? This is your gold master. Oh, ito na. This is yours, di ba? Sa'yo naman to. Here it is what belongs to you. So what was the response of the master? His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. Now that's, those words are very hard. Harsh words. Those words were a huge rebuke to the person. You are wicked. Your character is wicked. You don't believe in me. You are unrighteous. That's, those are the same words as the word wicked. You're lazy. You're not responsible. You're not excellent. You knew that I harvest where I have not sown. He was just, he was challenging what he thought. So, this is what you think about me. Hindi na yun talaga yung fakta. He was telling the one talent person, so, ito yung tingin mo sa akin. So, tingin mo sa akin, I harvest where I have not sown and gather I have not scattered seed. So, mali na nga yung point of view mo. Ito yung tingin mo sa akin, Pero bakit? You should have put my money on deposit with the bankers. You should have done this. Meron ka pwedeng gawin. Bakit tinago mo? You didn't do anything about it. You should have trusted me. You're wicked. You didn't trust me. Kasi this also, even, you, you see what the master was saying here? Kahit konti lang. Even if you do this, a little bit, bit of faith in me, trusting me, and doing something with what I have given you, your life, these things I have given you, kahit konti lang, so that when I return, I would have received it back, it back with interest. In other words, masisiyahan na si master with that. Kasi may ginawa ka. You see, it's not the amount of work that you're going to do for God. It's whether or not you trust, believe Him to the point that you're going to follow Him. Because that lazy, wicked servant, hindi naman niya pinahalo si Master eh. Hindi talaga niya pinahalo. If Jesus is our Master, we will follow Him. And, and the Master is not concerned kung gano karami yung pag-follow mo sa Kanya. Meaning to say, grabe ba yung binigay mong effort sa Kanya? Or mas marami yung result ng iba? No, it's not comparing na, oy mas successful to, ha? mas magaling siya mag-preach. Ha? Oy, mas magaling itong mag-ano, serve sa akin. Oy, mas marami siyang binigay na pera sa akin. No? Hindi ang tinitingnan ni Jesus. Ang tinitingnan niya, eto binigay ko sa'yo. What have you done with it? Take the bag of gold from him. Give it to the one who has ten bags. For, listen to me, this is very important. Usually, sa parables, yung main point ni Jesus, yung nasa last, latter part ng parable na yon. So what was Jesus saying here? Whoever has will be given more. They will have an abundance. Look at the heart of the master. This is who I am. That's what Jesus is saying here. I'm generous. If you have, if you have, because you were serving me, you're giving your all to me, I will have given you more. You will have in abundance. Connected yan sa sinabi ni Jesus sa John 10.10. 10. I have come that you may have life and have it abundantly. I'm not saying you're gonna be a millionaire, but yung blessings ni God, yung goodness niya, you will receive it if you have faith and you trust Him. But, if you don't trust Him, you don't obey Him, you don't know Him, whoever does not have, because you don't have the Master. In other words, you don't have what He has given to you. Jesus is not your master. You don't have him in your life. Even yung meron ka here on earth will be taken from them. You know, this pandemic is showing us that. Even if you have all the money in this world, wala kang Jesus, in a snap, it's gone. There's an earthquake, your house is gone. There's tsunami, everything that you have can be gone. There's sickness, even if you have millions of pesos, you die, nothing. It's gone. It's going to be taken from you. And you don't have Jesus. So there's no eternity with you. But if you have Jesus in your heart, you have the goodness of God here on earth. And you have what He's preparing for you for eternity. 
And look at the last verse in this parable. Throw, ito yung, ito yung, ito, I really want you to get this. I really want you to get this. Not to scare you, but to have to help you understand who our master is. Sabi ni Jesus a parable, throw that worthless servant, imagine worthless servant, outside into the darkness where there will be weeping, gnashing of teeth. Now let me illustrate to you what weeping and gnashing of teeth. Parang ganito yan. Now when do, you, when do we usually do that? Yung... Yan ang gnashing, yan ang gnashing. Of course, weeping, you know, it's crying. Pero hindi lang siya, hindi lang siya weeping. Ano siya? Ganyan. When do you usually do that? You know when? When there's regret. Pag nangihinayang ka na. When there's regret. May natawa dito. Hindi ko alam bakit. Baka may regret siya. But anyway, uh, I don't know if you have regrets in your life. But look at this. Uh. That worthless servant was outside. Outside the estate. Let's say eting estate ng master. This is what he owned, all of his talents, all of his treasures and possessions. So nandito sila, si master, the two other servants, the other people who were there celebrating, the master sharing to them what he has. And then the worthless servant na sa labas, nakatingin from the outside, crying, weeping, gnashing, and realizing, dapat nag-obey na ako. Realizing, dapat may ginawa ako dito. I hope it doesn't happen to you. That's why we have messages like this. That's why we have His Word. That's why you need to know who Jesus really is. Because when you know Him, you will serve Him fully. The Master will come back. The Master is gracious, generous. The Master is just. In other words, he will really punish those who don't believe in him. That's what the parable is all about. You know, when we look at the, how people describe Jesus in today's world, most of them would say God is loving, Jesus is loving. I agree with him totally. But never ever remove from the picture of who Jesus really is, that he is just, that he disciplines, that he punishes those who disobey, who don't believe in Him. Yes, He is gracious. Yes, He is merciful. That's why He died at the cross for your sins and my sins. But if until today you will not respond in faith, if until today you will not do what God wants you to do with what God has given to you, there will be consequences. You will miss out on a lot of things. Yes, the Master is merciful. He can bring you back up again. He is gracious enough to remind you to change. He's not yet here, but Jesus is coming again. And I hope this message would resound in your heart and help you realize that this is who our master is. He's going to come back. He's the Savior. He's God. He's in control. He's going to come back. He's generous. He wants to give. He wants to share what he has to us. But at the same way, in the same way, he is just as well. Know your master? Serve him fully. I don't know how this message has spoken to you. But you know, my prayer is this. If you want to know your master and you don't know who Jesus is, if you don't have that genuine relationship with him, you start by doing these three things. You pray. You read God's word, the Bible. If you haven't read the, the Bible, you start in the book of John. John, 21 chapters, you'll know more about Jesus as you read that. And then God's people, you're not yet part of a small group. That's why we have small group here. Even online, we have a lot of small groups. You chat us so that you can be connected to one. If your schedule with your current small group leader doesn't fit, you choose another small group leader. The point is be with God's people so that you will know more about God. Don't withdraw from God's people. The more you know God is through His Word as you pray and through His people. Pansinin mo, if you are away from God's people, what you do are things that are not, not technically pleasing to the Lord. Because you are with people who doesn't love God. And when you are surrounded with people who doesn't love God, yung attitude mo, action mo will be like them as well. So surround yourself with those people. So my question is, what are you going to do with what God has given to you?
For example, time. He's giving you time. I don't know how long I'm going to live here on earth. I'm not, I don't know how long you're going to live here on earth. But He has given you time. He's given you talent. Some of you can sing. Some of you can dance. Some of you can, I don't know, can do artwork, music. You can do a lot of things online also. You're an influencer. What are you doing with those things? Some of you, you have money, you have treasure, possession that you can share. Some of you, God has given opportunities. May binigay na opportunity si Lord. He opened the door. He has given you relationships, people who doesn't know Jesus yet, and there you are. You have those friends of yours. What are you doing with what God has given to you? If Jesus is our master, then we're going to take advantage of these things and use it for Him. Again, let me, let me remind you. Uh, these talents, five talent, two talent, one talent, is not for us to compare with one another. It's for us to use whatever God has given to us for His glory. You know, majority of us are two-talent people. Sometimes ang tendency natin mag-compare sa mga five-talent people. Nandaya niyo naman, Lord. Bakit sila binigyan niyo ng ganyan? Bakit ganyan? Yung iba naman, sometimes we compare also ourselves to one talent. Alam mo kung bakit? Kasi ang gaganda ng story nila. Eh. For example, some people na talagang laki sa hirap, Pero nag-respond well, and then ginamit ni Lord mightily. Or for example, si Nick Vujicic, di ba? No hands, no, I, no arms, no legs. Parang one talent lang siya. Kasi ano pwede niyang gawin? Kunti lang pwede niyang gawin. Pero daya naman, Lord, ang ganda ng testimony niya eh. Daya, ganda ng story niya. Kami, average lang talaga, two talent lang. Average lang ako eh. It's not for us to compare. It's for us to serve God with our all. And you know, let me tell you a secret. Huh? When you serve God with your all, it's not you who will multiply it. It's Him. I really believe the reason why the five talent and the two talent were able to multiply it, because I really believe in God's economy, once you serve Him with your all, He empowers you with His all. So whatever talent you have, use it. For his glory. I'll end with this verse. Sabi sa Hebrews 11 verse 6. Without faith, if you don't believe, you don't trust God, Jesus, our master, it is impossible to please him. Just like the one talent person. Wala talaga siyang trust sa master. It's impossible to please the master. Because anyone who comes to him, you come to God, you go to him, must believe, meaning to say, you must believe that He exists. He's coming again. He's the Lord and Savior of our lives. He is God, no one else. And that He, look at this, He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. You know, for some Christians, they would say, you're preaching, you're preaching, prosperity. I'm not preaching prosperity here. It's what He is saying here, that He is really a rewarder. Doesn't mean he's going to give you that car, that house. No, what I'm saying is he rewards according to his goodness, his level of goodness. He rewards according to his will. Our part is to have faith. So what's our message? You know your master and you serve him fully. You know, in, we started this series showing to you guys and if you haven't watched your first week, I, I encourage you to watch that. Showing to you guys that what Jesus said on Matthew 24 to his disciples is actually happening more and more frequently today. So it seems like he's coming again, but we don't know when. But the point is not when he's coming again. But what am I going to do? Am I living a life of urgency? Am I living a life that pleases him? Because in Matthew 25, just as what we have read, there is a day of accountability. He's coming again. And He's going to ask you and me, what have you done with what I have given to you? Did you believe me? Did you trust in me? And did you give your best for me? That's why my challenge to you, know who Jesus really is. You are at home most of the time today. We are at home most of the time today. 
Huwag mong sayangin yung opportunity na yun. Read His Word. Know Him. Ang daming pwedeng gawin. Don't waste your time just doing other things that excites you, pero limited excitement lang. Do things that will please the Master. And once you do that, He is the God who rewards those who earnestly seek Him. Can I pray for you guys? Let's pray. I want to pray for two specific groups of people here this afternoon or today, wherever you are all over the world, whatever time zone you are listening right now. If you're that person and you say to yourself, Pastor Marty, I don't know Jesus. I don't have a relationship with Him. Ni genuine. Parang mali nga yung point of view ko about Jesus, kaya mali yung response ko. Pastor Marty, I want to change. If you're that person, I want you from the bottom of your hearts, to pray something like this. You say to Jesus, Jesus, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry because I don't really know you. You're not my master. But today I realized you should be my master because you are Lord. You are God. You are good. You are just. You are loving. So today, Jesus, I receive you in my heart as my Lord and Savior. From now on, I will follow you, trust you, and believe in you. Please change my heart and help me serve you all the days of my life. For the second group of people I want to pray for, Lord, a lot of us, we know this passage you have been our master, but somewhere or sometimes in our life, we act like you're not our master. Please forgive us, Lord. I pray that what you have given to us, whether it's five talent, two talent, one talent, we will give it to you with our all for your glory alone. Please use our life. We don't know when you're going to come back again, but that's not the point. The point is you're going to come back. The point is that you are a rewarder. So right now, and as we continue living our life, give us that excitement, that joy to constantly serve you with everything that we have. We love you, honor you, and give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you guys. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to stay connected with you. So make sure to subscribe to our podcast or connect with an Elevate group through our website. See you at our next podcast.